0: Hi, I'm George, I'm Dan, I'm
1: Rick, and And we are Queer Magnolias, the podcast. Each episode, we're going to talk about what it was like growing up gay in the South. The trials and
0: the tribulations. The joy and the struggle. And more importantly, how we became who we are today. Oh, honey, queer and fabulous. So come on in,
1: y'all, and get comfortable, Shug. Kick off your shoes and sit a spell. And at the end of each episode, we're going to meet up out on the front porch for my favorite part of the podcast,
0: Happy Hour. Happy Hour. So join us for an all-you-can-eat buffet of cutting
2: up, foolishness, and carin' always served with a heapin' helpin' of sass. And, and that's, that's a Queer Magnolia's Guarantee!
3: How many times have you said, okay, just one more?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you mean today? <laughs> <laughs> Never.
3: <laughs> As professional luscious here at Queer Magnolia's Podcast. Present.
1: And accounted for.
3: We are here to tell you there is a never-ending supply and all-you-can-eat buffet of bar stories to be shared. Oh, ain't that the truth? (laughs) Some stay with us for better, some for worse. (laughs) And some till you get a shot of penicillin. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll start a new segment, and then we'd like to call that segment Barstool Stories. Yes! A look into our catty lines, fun times, or Cheap crimes committed in and around our favorite <laughs> bars. What better to start with than an old favorite? The Gold Coast. Aww. Aww
1: Gold Coast. Aren't or we... better known as... Troll Troll ghost. Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> the Old Ghost. The Old Ghost. Gold Coast, I Coast.
3: <laughs> Never heard of it called that before. Yes, ma'am. I have. <laughs> well, I think we might have to resurrect this one from the grave. <laughs> there you go. I all wish, right. I wish we could resurrect it. I know.
2: Oh, we had some good times. So, actually, I think we all met there,
3: right? Well,
2: I met Dan on the airplane, but I definitely met you there, and I met Jacob. there. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, right. And
0: saved. it was definitely my home away from home for more than twenty years. So, <laughs> <laughs> did you?
2: Well, you guys didn't meet at Gold Coast, did you, Dan and No,
1: Rick? we no. met at. The bullet. the bullet, I think it was.
3: Yeah. So all the stories the, from yeah, The Bullet, exactly. too, girl. I'm guessing, Jacob, you <laughs> met these two probably for the yeah. first time at Gold Coast. Yeah, definitely. That definitely yeah. makes sense. And I don't remember. But that probably... Drinks were had. Yeah, drinks were <laughs> had, for sure. <laughs> and
1: our Facebook banner is actually
2: taken at Gold Coast. Yeah. Underneath yeah. the pride flag. Yeah. yeah, there's yeah. so much fun at Gold yeah. Coast. So many good men. Like, Red Dress Red Party. Dress every Like, you would live for that every year. Yeah, so absolutely. much fun. A lot of fun. Open. such good bartenders such terrible bartenders <laughs> <laughs> there, there was definitely about 50 uh-huh. there were some.
0: some that could make you legged and have such a great time <laughs> in, and there were some that it's like oh fuck I forgot you were. it was your mm. schedule yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll be back <laughs> Dude, that, I'm gonna go get some cash and a
2: horrible bathroom it was so humid I swear to god you could go poinsettias in there
1: <laughs> ferns thrived There were a few things in
3: there uh-huh. Uh-huh. That was Bar that you went to during Pride, we're like, okay, I lost my group of friends, so we're all gonna meet up at the Gold Coast. It's a safe place. Yep. hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. And the, and
0: not only friends, lots of people lost things in the Gold yes. Coast. <laughs> <laughs> For years they had this enormous picture on the wall of uh an old West bar saloon where this guy's getting pickpocketed by one of the ladies of leisure. <laughs> and I'm like, I just don't think that should be the picture on your wall. Since I know how many things are pinched in this place. Oh, see. It's like, it's like you have been warned. Yeah. See, buyers right beware, honey. That's right. Uh, what but, time oh, what fun times! Oh, and
1: mama Billy, honey. Yep. Ugh, love me some mama Billy.
0: The characters that went there, it was it was sort of a free for all and in a nice way, not like, you know, crashing or whatever. It was just everybody was accepted. There was
2: every single kind of human being that you could imagine cross the threshold. It's true. And I know obviously it had a reputation for being a bar for older gentlemen. But everybody went to that bar. I agree. Everybody went,
1: especially after ten o'clock. You see a completely different crowd because you know the older gentlemen uh, go home to have their TV dinners and uh, on off to bed, and then the younger people start you painting it. such a vile picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trust me,
0: he's gonna be he's gonna pay for that comment. Soon as we're off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, TV so you dinner. got so it was a place that opened at either. 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Right, 10 a.m. I'm sorry, George, what time did they open? Oh, 10 a.m. 10 a.m., okay, <laughs> yeah, thank you, right. And they closed at 8 a.m., so they had two hours to clean up.
1: Clean?
0: Clean, <laughs> honey, really? I meant that figuratively. No. <laughs> Restock the bars. Like, yes, exactly. But any place that opens at 10, you get a different crowd at 10 a.m. than you get at 10 p.m. We'll, sure. we'll call
2: them professional drinkers. Well, that's true, that's
1: true.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, what fun, though. I know one of the bartenders used to say to me, God damn it, every time I get here, that motherfucker is right at the door. He's like, he knows we open at 10. I get here at 9, and he wants to come in. I'm like, oof. Alrighty then. <laughs> That's a little early for me. I, mean, I can't I don't, start before 1030. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever had a 9 a.m. cocktail. <laughs> oh, 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 please. please. <laughs>
2: Can we have a Bloody Mary? Can we have a mimosa? Can we have all of the above? Yeah, no.
1: George has never done that.
0: Never. <laughs> He's yeah. a lady. I,
2: yes. With a delicate sensibility.
1: <laughs> well, back when I was bartending, I actually first started off on the day shift, and we opened at 11. Okay. And we always had that guy, too. Not the one that was there at 10, because I would get there an hour early to set up and everything, but he was always there the second that door opened, he came come rolling right in, just like clockwork every day. You so. Set your clock by it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. And I can imagine if you're a bar owner, you really
0: love those people. Because, you know, one of the saddest things in my life is to pass a bar and there's no one there. <laughs> you feel for them. I feel for Well, of course, I want to sit right down and welcome in the crowd. Right? <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> humans are like animals. It takes one and then the pack. Comes. That's true. So somebody always has to be first. Because,
2: uh-huh, honey, if there's a line, people going to get in it. And... That's it. <laughs> that, that,
3: isn't that the truth? Yeah, they don't. They don't even care what's, what they're in line for. Just right. Like, hey, what's just,
2: this? Oh my God, look, they're selling shoes. Get in line. Yeah.
3: Get in line, <laughs> honey. Well, we've talked about a fun
0: place that all four of us have been to. Anybody got any worst bar stories?
2: Honey, I've had worse bar stories at Gold Coast. Yeah. I've oh. met some horrible <laughs> people at that bar. <laughs> I, I,
1: for, for me, I don't have
2: any. <laughs> I don't. Oh, sorry, did I? So, know, no, no, no. I, no. I, I was just
0: looking at Jake to see if he was talking about Jake. Of course was... not. Okay, of just course not.
2: Just or Rick, but oh, honey. <laughs> and I've actually been with you when I've met some of these horrible people, and you were no help getting rid of them. <laughs> you know, I figured if you
0: waved them over and had eight drinks with them, you were invested. And far be it from me to try to interrupt you from that hellhole you were about to step into. Look, you are an accountant and you know
2: that I am terrible at investments.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. I promise in the future to be more gentle.
1: Well, it, in your defense, there have been times where you've said, you may not want to come here tonight, so-and-so
2: is working, or so-and-so is here. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to avoid that one at all costs. That's because you have a tendency to uh, date people that work in establishments that you like to frequent.
1: No, he didn't work there at the time that we, I wouldn't call it dating, but I he didn't work there
0: at I that time. I always call it dating. <laughs> well, so give us a bad
2: story from the Gold Coast or somewhere else, George. What you got for so I think, well, we'll move on from the Gold Coast. <laughs> I think um, enough said about that. Let sleeping dogs lie. So I think one of the most in- one of the most interesting evenings I had at the bar was at the Spotlight. You guys remember that bar? Oh, oh God, yes! <laughs> Spotlight. I, I just mean,
0: posted a picture of me at Spotlight yesterday on Facebook. Uh, see? Uh,
2: see. <laughs> this is a good time, bar, y'all. It is a filthy <laughs> bar. It is a. F- it has a reputation it, for sure. It, well, did exactly. It is yet. no longer. <laughs> You know, and it's like the oldest gay bar in Hollywood Because it, it was, was. literally it was. right off Hollywood Boulevard yeah. Yes I,
1: I am, remember going to work on um, During the weekdays at 8.30 in the morning Passed by and the people are lined up outside yeah. Smoking and the bar
2: is open See <laughs> I remember going once with my friend Denny and Jerry hmm. and, w- and you know, like a, it's That's not a bar that you go there That's not your first bar you go to in the evening Unless of course you get there at 8.30 in the morning apparently Right <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes so we were is. already drunk, and then somebody was like, let's go to the spotlight. i like, oh, yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> I roll. And so we go, and I remember Jerry didn't even make it into the bar. He just sat down with the homeless people in the gutter, <laughs> on the car, and had this long conversation, giving out cigarettes and <laughs> And then Denny and I were like, what, are we, what do we do with you now? And then it was this huge struggle to, like, break him away from these people. It was just – it became He had like, found it, his tribe, Jerry. I'm proud of you, baby. He had
1: bonded with them. It was already he said. Had, I was
2: like, girl, you are too many things. <laughs> if, you
0: had, if you had cigarettes. Oh, yeah. So the spotlight was – so this was – when I used to go there, It you could still smoke in bars. And a pack of cigarettes, you were golden because mm-hmm. everybody was – a lot of people were down on their luck at the spotlight, and I had one friend that used to go in with. He would buy these cigarettes with colored tips on them, and I'm here to tell you he was everybody's
2: best friend because he was passing out these cigarettes all night long. <laughs> I feel like that bar was the place that you really had to stand You had to stand it with your back against the wall. Like people, they were so shady at that it, bar. And, and they
1: indeed it was. And I knew the owner because of the bar that I worked <laughs> in. At the I time. bet you did. <laughs> <honey>. <laughs> Quiet. Uh, the bar I worked in at the time, he, the owner was actually really good friends with the owner of my bar. So I met him and he was like, well, come on over. So we got like a direct invite to come and hang out. So we would sit at the, the end of the bar with him. And it was sort of a different vibe. People left us alone. Oh, you were in uh, the champagne room? We were in the champagne room. <laughs> the <spotlight>, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, They were
0: by the front door where they could escape easily. <laughs> uh,
1: my, well, I think my favorite story out of the spotlight is one night, you know, it, like you said, it's a bar that you end up bad not one that you start out at no. typically and so i might have had a few and i went outside to have a cigarette and as i'm having the cigarette this guy comes up and starts talking to me about this camera he's got and he wants to sell it and all this other mm-hmm. stuff and i'm looking at him like god it's a beautiful camera how much do you want for that and he was like i don't know 50 bucks give me 50 bucks for it to be fine and i'm like really my God, it's like, great. So I went back inside and I was like, this guy's going to sell me his camper for 50 bucks. And everybody at that bar said, no! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? And it's like, there's nothing inside of it. He's completely stripped it. It's just a shell of a, of a thing. He had probably... Sold it he and almost, stolen uh-huh. it and sold it and stolen it several me. times. I'm glad I went inside. He almost had me. <laughs> I was like fifty dollars for this. I need
0: you to ask Jerry. He'd have told you that. Was... <laughs> well, not not George's friend Jerry, but one of the bartenders' name is Jerry. He was so sweet. He was always there. I think did Smokey work there for a while? Maybe that I don't remember. David Keith. Oh Lord, the number of people I remember from there. There is one A-list Hollywood star. um both TV and movies that used to go and play pool there once or twice a week, every week for a year or two. And he would go in about one or two in the morning and play. And probably until it was call time on the set. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, they got a diverse crowd and it really was open really late. I, I know alcohol stop, alcohol sales stop at 2 a.m. in California, but bars don't have to close it too. So, um, i worked at a going. few
1: bars over, we were open till four. Yeah. yeah. So, so
0: you go in and play yeah. pool. It was um, there. It really was a cast of characters, and as George said, you know, if you had started before the spotlight, you probably really should have stood against the wall. If you started <laughs> at the spotlight, you know, it was just sort of hell. Everybody was having fun. So <laughs> just
1: don't carry a wallet in. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Here, put it in your purse and hold uh-huh. your purse tightly on your Clutch arm. It. That boy was a Clutch shade it. shady, honey. Um, and, and the bathroom. So there was oh, a boy and a girl's bathroom. So a boy and a girl's bathroom. This is before communal bathrooms in California. And um, to get into the girl's room, you had to get one of the bartenders to open the door for you because there was... There were so many things sold in the girls' bathroom or so many things done or attempted to be done in the girls' bathroom that they finally put a lock on it. And the only way any any woman could get in there or a guy who needed to have a moment of privacy was the bartender let you in and promptly closed the door right behind you. But the the boys' Jeez. room was... <laughs> There was an infestation of things that would probably puzzle scientists growing <laughs> <a boulevard. laughs> I enjoyed going there. I mean it just it was it's the cultural capital of Hollywood, uh, sure, yes, <laughs> that we'll abs- go with that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's uh, yeah, sure. it a petri dish. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hollywood, it was. I spit on something and it grew instantly. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I mean,
1: c- I love dive bars. I always love oh, dive bars, and too. so Spotlight was always a fun place to go. But again, it's like you go in knowing that you need to be safe and lean up against the wall. Don't tear your wallet in and be aware of your surroundings. But still, it's a fun vibe.
0: So. I think here in LA, the the worst or craziest place I went was the black light, and it was on Western, just north of Santa Monica. Oh, I know that bar. That's, it's, it's a stripper bar, isn't it? Well, now it's a very, very uber-wealthy Cuban bar called Descargo, okay. which is so funny because I wouldn't park a Yugo in that neighborhood, much less a nice car going into this bar. And Descargo is sort of like. You need a key in private and all this stuff. When I went and it was the black light, it was like, oh my goodness. The the female performers might have had a tooth or 2 uh-huh. And maybe had a needle stuck in their arm Ooh, while they were doing this. Show. And it, it i mean, it was that bad. Um, but the worst I as bad as that is, when I went to the Ninth Circle on Rampart Street in New Orleans, Oh, honey, now we're getting into New Orleans. <laughs> I'm here to tell you everyone in there. Looked like they were tweaked out for weeks. Mm -hmm. I have never seen circles under people's eyes like this. I stayed for one drink. It scared me so badly. I'm like, I'm not really sure whether these people are alive or not. I mean, they were moving. They were animated. But... Everything was in slow motion. I'm like, oh, this is like fucked my buzz <laughs> up completely. Well, and, toddle on back right. The, on Lafitte. <laughs> Right, that I went back to the seventh circle, Dante's seventh circle, where they had dancers. Uh-huh. <laughs> Restored my soul just straight away. <laughs> Corner pocket,
1: honey. Oh, honey. Mm-mm. Well, like I said, I always enjoy the little trashy dive bars. So I don't really have what I would call a worst bar moment, but I also was a bartender for a few years, so I do have kind of the worst bartending moment uh, in my career. And it was when I worked in a bar, and I don't want to call it out, even though it's no longer there. But I had started working in this bar, and the when she hired me in this bar, she made it perfectly clear to me that she wanted my following. Because at that point, I'd had a little bit of following from different uh, bars. So I, I agreed. And I was like, great. I, will, I had an email list. So I would email people. I set up a karaoke night with a friend of mine who was a karaoke DJ. And nice little business coming through. And that all worked out great. But after a little while... She had this thing where we couldn't count our our drawers at the end of the night. We just had to put everything in a bag, and she would count it the next morning. You put your drawers in a bag? Mm Mm-hmm cash drawers Uh, oh cash drawers Mm -hmm. so she would cash that she would count this stuff out the next morning and everything so after i don't know two or three months of getting her set up with this following and all this stuff suddenly my drawer started coming up short never had an issue with it before and in my entire bartending career other than maybe a dollar or two here or there from a miscount or whatever i never had an issue uh with shortages and suddenly i'm coming up like major short like 40 50 60 80 bucks oh wow and i was like Hmm. And the third time that this happened, she came to me and was like, well, you know, this is the third time it's happened. And I was like, listen, hold on. Something's funny here. You don't let me count my drawer. You count it and you're telling me I'm short, sure and I have no way to confirm that or verify that. Let me tell you something, honey. I am nobody's patsy. I'm a much better Adina. I snatched up <laughs> my purse and I walked right out of that place and turned around and never went back. And you. the bar has since closed. Good.
0: Good. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm well, sorry. he doesn't want to call it and I'm not going to call it out of respect either, but... That kind of stuff was always a problem there. It, it, and if she got mad at you because you were a gay man working in a lesbian bar, she treats you like shit. Well, there's and only then,
2: so many lesbian bars. and, and That's not right, huh? Uh, got you a clue, honey. Yeah. A clue. That's true. So it, it's, <laughs> and since none of them are around anymore, that doesn't really narrow it down. <laughs> right. no, it doesn't. You know, a friend of mine
0: lamented the other day when I ran into him that he was like, oh, you know, the number of gay bars that aren't here anymore. And, you know, we've all talked about sure. it. I mean, it's. With the homogenization of human beings, the number of gay bars, quote-unquote, needed, began to lessen. I mean, places like the Spotlight, the Blacklight, Gold Coast, all of these bars have closed. Mm -hmm. Um, Only one of those, oil cans. A little bit with COVID, a lot of it just because the dive bar or the bar where people just go to get completely smashed... Maybe the necessi- necessity of that's a little lower. I mean, I can do that at home, I guess. But I do miss some of those places. Well, I also feel like
3: LGBTQ is accepted a lot more everywhere. Yes. So you don't have to just go to that safe haven necessarily. Precise. You can go to a club or have whatever, have fun. Well,
1: you're exactly right.
3: That's true. I've gotten drunk and made out with Jacob at a Dave & Buster's.
2: Yeah. Well... Wow. <laughs>
0: that's a story we need to hear. You know. oh, well,
2: I'm man. sure well, Dan are. has some
0: stories
3: from Belks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no comment. Jason Penny hair salon. No comment.
3: They wanted to kick us out of the Dave and Buster's as we were gawking we were and, and wasn't wondering just, how that we happened. Were, it wasn't just kissing at the bar. We were... I said making out. Yeah, we were stuck in each other's faces. But we were also just completely trashed. So drunk. <laughs> so, <laughs> so drunk. So drunk. <laughs> Being loud. Oh my God. Not being rude, but just. And where was this? Where scene. was this? It was in David Buster's. It was but in Pasadena. No, in Pasadena. <laughs> well, no, yeah, yeah, Pas- no, not Pasadena. Out. To Out to, uh, Santa, yeah, it was at the Santa Anita uh, mall. Fashion Park. <laughs> fashion Park. <laughs> <laughs> I was taking it to the mall. <laughs> Making it queer again.
2: <laughs> and that's David Buster's. At David Buster's. Wow. wow. No, isn't oh. that
1: a sexical date, right?
0: There? right. Let's go to no. Dave and Buster's
2: and right. make out. It was somebody's <laughs> birthday. <Yes. laughs>
1: so that actually reminds me, funny enough, of a story of when I was bartending at a certain leather bar in the valley. And this was on a particular Friday night. Danny, I know you've heard this story. But it was a particular Friday night where I was actually helping out to bar back that night. So the back patio would close down about 30 minutes before the bar did. And so during the course of the night, I had met this Gentleman caller, if you will. Uh huh. <laughs> and we had started talking. It turns out he had just moved here from somewhere in the Midwest. I don't the know where it was. <laughs> somewhere in the Midwest. I, I didn't ask a lot of questions. And so when I closed the patio down, he stayed back to, you know, help me sort of, you know, clean things up and, oh, you know, things a like helper, that. Honey. Yes, exactly. it, was it was very helpful. It was a big help. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I forgot to lock the patio door. And and as we're in the middle of, you know, helping, helping, uh, (laughs) the bartender on duty comes barreling through the back door to get something to restock the bar. And as he comes through, he's like, hey, I need, oh, sorry. (laughs) went back inside. (laughs) I guess, though, the guy got so freaked out. He was like, I have to go, I have to go, have to go. And I haven't seen the guy since. I don't know how many years ago that was, but I haven't seen him since anywhere in L.A. So, I think we scared him right out of South, Southern California. Oh. Jesus, you scared him
0: <laughs> straight, hon.
1: How could that be? Could be. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, you pulled down That's your petticoat <laughs> and went back to work. <laughs> right, honey. Yeah. Yes, pulled she pulled down, down, <laughs> <laughs> down her pumpkin and it got right back to it, hon.
2: Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so,.
1: I know I told the one story about the bad experience I had as bartending, but I've actually had some really great experiences too oh, over the years. Well, wow, <laughs> think that so. you did it for so many years. I mean, it was it was probably years. no no girl. <laughs> Y'all do the math. <laughs> she's lying. She's lying, honey. Like chicken done... and pastry. She's lying, honey. <laughs> <laughs> she's oh,
2: wrong. Now you on George's She's so wrong. I see how that is, huh? She's on the side of truth, honey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. But... she don't know what truth is.
1: I- I'm truthful. I don't know what you're talking about. Full of truth. Lasso of truth. (laughs) Full of truth. I've had a lot of great experiences working in bars, but... I always will remember the first bar I worked in and the first owner that I worked for, Raymond Lamore. He was like very much like a father figure to me, and I think I've said this actually Mm -hmm. in other episodes, but I wanted to talk about the night he passed away. We did this impromptu gathering at the bar, and the place was actually filled to the rafters. Everyone showed up out of uh, respect and support for this man. And it was just a very nice sort of vibe happening, but I was the only bartender on duty. And so it was a very full bar from one end to the other. But everybody was super patient except for this one guy who started banging on the bar because he's wanting to get a cocktail and I'm Uh, on one side of the bar. And so I walked down and I'm like, yeah, we're not going to do that tonight. And he was like, well, I want a cocktail and I've been waiting 10, 15 minutes. I was like, now you're going to wait another 15. We're not going to do that tonight. So he wanted to argue, and so I came out from behind the bar and I don't remember the specifics Ooh, of how I got off. <laughs> the bar. I don't remember the specifics of how I got him out the door, but I had him out the door on the sidewalk and he started getting very aggressive, like he wanted to fight. And I was like, Oh shit, is this how this is gonna go down with this guy? I'm gonna have to get into a fight on the fucking sidewalk here and in, uh, in the- That'd be pretty. and then suddenly he stops talking and shouting. He starts backing up, he turns around and starts running away. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? I turn around, every single person in that bar, was standing behind me on the sidewalk. Aww. Yeah. And I nearly cried. So Aww, it was. I'm about nice. to cry right now. It was just a really sweet
0: moment. That and, is nice. Yeah. That is it's sweet. Well, I'm glad it was the crowd from the bar, because I thought maybe Raymond had come out from the <laughs> dead and was standing <laughs> well, behind you, I and gonna, I was about to get noivous.
1: I was going to say, for me, it just felt like Raymond always had my back when he was alive, and he had my back that night. Agreed. Like, that's great So on that note, <laughs> Let's go have some cocktails, we? Yeah, shall I don't we? think we can top that story,
0: so After all this bar talk, I'm thirsty Thirsty mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll on
1: outside, shall we?
0: Let's all do right. this See y'all on the front porch
1: Welcome out to the front porch, y'all Hi Hello that was a fun conversation. That was. I think we should stick to the theme. What do you
0: guys think? <laughs> oh. We don't drink, but we can We can always pretend. Are
2: we, we, we're we freewheeling this front porch episode? <laughs> oh,
1: freewheeling, sure. <laughs> we're we're <laughs> free-pouring
0: it.
2: <laughs> Four-wheeling, not free <laughs> Oh, I see. I see. Pull
0: your big wheel up to the porch and come join us. Pull Jordan up to the bumper, baby. Toot-toot. <laughs> <Dude, dude>. Right. <laughs> Well, I could talk about drinking all day and all night, provided I haven't had too many.
2: Well, speaking of too many, so today we're all drinking our favorite bar drinks. Yes. As opposed to all drinking the same drink. That's right.
0: We're going to tell you what we have fun making and or drinking or both.
1: See so Rick, why don't you start us off? What are you drinking today? Well, mine's simple, and I base this off of I thought about what happens after I've done happy hour for a couple hours. Then I decide I'm not ready to quite go home yet. I think mm. I'm going to go to the next bar. So the next bar cocktail for me is a beer and a shot of tequila. <laughs> All righty then. So good. So let's get this going, shall we? I, 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 you can cheers yourself. Ching, ching.
0: cheer, I mean, yours. <laughs> 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 what about you george
2: so my drink of at a bar is usually a gin and tonic like i love a tank grain and tonic such a all lady i'm such a lady but today <laughs> i've recently really gotten into pina coladas <gasps> oh, wow. so, so, that's what, a girl uh, that's what i'm having today because they are so delicious and they're so re- they're so refreshing because it's hot summertime so Why, pina colada all righty now <laughs> Can you
0: sing that song?
2: Yeah, if Yes. Hey, what is it? And you get wet it's in the rain p- and they have a penile colada. <laughs> it's penile colada. Right. <laughs> take it for what it's worth.
1: <laughs> a penile colonic. I got you. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't even want to know. Uh, you are uh, so well, nasty, <laughs> Hush up.
0: Everybody at the table knows that I have drank at least a million gallons of tangerine. With, <laughs> and my usual is and tonic. So, I actually encountered a bartender recently whom I have not seen in probably 10 years and he looks at me and he's like you still on that tangerine I'm like yes <laughs> he's like jesus Christ, you you're the only bitch I know that has drank the same thing for this long I'm like I drink other things it's just I stick to it's my, my go-to. It's easy. go-to but I yep. do love a maker's mark old fashioned I just think they're so fun George and I went downtown to this bar called the association several mm-hmm. years ago. And he was going, he saw it on the menu and he's like, you know, I'm going to have this. And he's like, don't you want one? And I'm like, no, nah, I don't drink dark liquor. And he's like, well, just try it anyway. And I'm like, okay, fine. And yeah. it was so amazing. Um, so I'm very
3: fond of old fashioned. Me too. I, I definitely enjoy those. Yay. But you Jacob. Well, you know, speaking of association, that's where I've, had my favorite drink that I'm having today, and that's just a gin martini. All right. But it's nice. very specific. Mm. It's dry, extra olives, and you better not shake it. Cause it'll, stir it uh, it'll Stir it up. Uh, I can tell right away. Stir it gently. Yep. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I can t- if it's not clear all the way down to the bottom of that glass, I'm going to know you shook it up.
2: <laughs> and and the- heaven help
3: you. Right. And the and first time don't I had an association it. was with Nolet's gin. Hmm. And that's where I fell in love with. Now the gold standard. Yeah.
0: And I'm the exact opposite of you, I know you Jay, are. Because I want mine together. shaken. <laughs> extra cold. I want you to shake it until Jesus says that's enough <laughs> or my arm is going to fall off. And I don't want... Uh, vermouth at all, I only want um, olive brine. So
2: So you just want a gin slushy.
0: Basically. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but if you do it right and then you strain it correctly, all you get is a tiny bit of ice slivers. But So my thing about martinis, Cosmos, anything that's in an up glass without ice is even though I drink quickly, the drink typically warms yeah. up quickly as well. So I end up scooping ice out of my water glass or asking the bartender. She's from so,
1: uncouth. I, I, I so uncouth. I hate warm <laughs> drinks.
0: Will you Martinis like Martinis with
1: ice you As like
0: fun. sake and if you want to i like chilled sake hurl, though i don't like warm sake hurl, i don't uh, warm sake will make me hurl
1: i don't like warm sake though i like chilled sake so, so here's a drink sake. really. What we had you? sake last season in one of our cocktails we did the sake, sake, sake now oh that's what it sake was sake now <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> the it travel was, episode that's right it was but so all these bitches showed up with these time. fancy cocktails today and here i am with a beer and a shot i feel so white trash well, if the shoe Boy, fits today, go, we'll no shoes honey, with what you know. Shoes. I'm going barefoot today, too.
2: Uh-huh. Get <laughs> the Molly Crew t shirt fits. <laughs> <laughs> and the mullet to match, honey. Business in the front, party in the back. <laughs> party in the back, that's right.
0: Milk, milk, lemonade. Shots.
1: <laughs> let <Letcha>, your <letcha> lemonada. <laughs>
0: Lord. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I don't know about y'all. Y'all, there's something wrong with y'all. <laughs> I can't
2: talk to y'all no more. <laughs> so Jen, do you like Tom Collins?
0: I don't know him because <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> that's how I actually got introduced to Jen was Tom Collins. I do like Tom, Collins. but I kind of forgot about. Them. I like. He, he has a brother
0: too? What's the other
1: Collins?
2: Uh, Phil Collins. There's. there's
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like them. I I, I like them because I think they're fresh. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I I find that. Sometimes too much uh, acid, juice, lime or lemon or whatever will give me indigestion after a while. Except with margaritas.
2: Those seem to just go down Uh (laughs) effortlessly. I don't know. Sometimes margaritas, that margarita mix can give you you heartburn. A margarita that I'm in control of
1: making, that I can drink. A margarita that someone else is making for me.
3: You better, trust yeah. that, you better trust that bartender to do a good job. It, it, that's true. That's true. And a good friend of mine, Tim, taught
0: me actually how to make a homemade margarita, which doesn't use any margarita mix. Mm. And honestly, I can sit in my apartment and drink those until, you know, the cows are dancing on the ceiling <laughs> and shit. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, I think I'll have another.
1: <laughs> you shouldn't talk about Renee like that. Oh, I thought you liked her neighbor. I like
0: Renee. Oh, Re- Renee, did you hear Rick talking about you like that? <laughs> So, do you guys have a favorite bar story? Something fun? I mean, none of us have ever had a good time in a bar, but we sort of talked about horror stories earlier in bars and stuff. I
1: oh, have yeah, some good stories, I thought.
3: <laughs> George is trying to think. Oh, I've never had a good time. What can I talk about? Well, well some- <laughs> I know what I. Oh, I'm sorry. Sometimes having a good time can lead to a bad time, <laughs> like having too much of a good time. At yes. the Gold, and I remember being at the Gold Coast one afternoon, hmm. and this was in the, in between the period of me trying to quit smoking cigarettes, um, which now I'm completely off of. I'm thankful for. Yes, but part of the rule was like, okay, well, if I get drunk enough and I want to have one, I'm gonna have one. So we were at the Gold Coast, George and I. Yeah, uh, I think we had just gone after. And our favorite heavy pouring bartender was all smoky. smoky. (laughs) We'd gone after brunch or something, and we're like, oh, let's go to the Gold Coast. And we had a couple cocktails. Everything was great. I mean, we had a good time singing, dancing, putting music on. The karaoke machine was our favorite. And I got wild hair up my ass. I want a cigarette. Well, you know, those things sort of come back to you. Mm -hmm. And it was like, this will make the night. This This is It's perfect. perfect. This is exactly the way to do it. This will make our 1 p.m. perfect. perfect. (laughs) Yes, yes. It was no one's nighttime, honey. (laughs) Well, and it was, I mean, the sun was starting to come down, so maybe it's 5 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I the back. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) We went to the back area where you smoke at the Gold Coast, Mm. and I found someone that had a a cigarette cigarette, super easy. And I remember taking a few puffs. George is there with me. He doesn't smoke, but he was there. And we were talking, and I just remember, ooh. This is hitting me hard. Hard. Was it a real cigarette it, or? A- yeah, it was, yeah <laughs> it was definitely a real cigarette. And I just remember like getting nauseous and becoming sick and not wanting to embarrass myself. I said, "I'm gonna go for a walk. Just, just meet me. Right. Meet me in a few minutes." I stumbled down. Well, that's Vaseline Alley, isn't it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I stumbled <laughs> down on
2: Vaseline Alley. You oh. did? Yeah, it's Vaseline uh-huh. Alley. Yeah. Uh-huh.
3: He slid down. Uh-huh. Right.
2: He
0: didn't stumble. He slid.
2: He he greased his <laughs> way <to slay>
3: down.
0: <laughs> He's on he down. I just remember on down the road. Leaning up against the pole and then sliding down. Sliding, sliding down it. Oh, honey. No pun intended.
3: And ending up on the ground and passing that. F out oh, on the ground, no. and then being woken up by the ant the pile of ants that I pe- <laughs> fell asleep on. They were starting to eat me, bite oh. me in the back. I'm like, "What Ew. the hell?" I, like, I just were <laughs> becoming conscious. It was nighttime, and people had just walked by the whole thing. <laughs> no one said anything, nothing. So that's you know where- though I, I I'm sorry, to no, you, no, but fine. I
0: have to say that. Isn't that nice of people? They were good Christian people. They did. I, I,
3: I had my wallet. Up. I had my phone. I had my See, keys. Nothing, nothing got was stolen. gone. So.
0: Vaseline Alley is full of Christians, right there. <laughs> full of positive. They are full of Christ love. Right? <laughs> Jake might have been full of Christ love
3: too, but that's a different story. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I actually woke up with a couple dollars on my. My butt hurts. My butt hurts. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
2: It ain't easy being greasy. <laughs>
0: if you can't take it easy, take
1: it greasy. Um, that's the Where's to live by? Lord's out. <laughs> <laughs> it's true.
0: It's true. mm mm Oh, my stars! Years ago, I was in a bar here in the Valley, and uh, a dear friend of mine who passed away last year was the bartender. His name was Bruce, and he was a combination of <laughs> Ursula the Sea Witch and Harvey Fierston. Oh, oh my I'm in love already. And he was from, like, Elmira, New York or somewhere. Oh, Mother Bruce. <laughs> uh, Mother <laughs> Bruce, honey. Smoked, at that time, probably three or four packs of cigarettes. At least. Oh, my and God. I'm not joking. I mean, it... He I, I not- don't even have to ask you what he died of. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got it. So, But I was sitting. It was a Saturday afternoon, and it was it was pretty outside. Pictured it was pretty outside. And so I was sitting inside having a, a drink with Bruce, you know. And um, what have you been up to, snuckums? <laughs> 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 and these two guys came in. And Tarzan was one of them and his friend Tonto or whatever. And Tarzan had long black hair. I was like, oh, my God, he is so cute. And turns out Tarzan and I sort of struck up a conversation. His friend went out on the patio, you know, and Bruce is pouring the drinks fast and furious. Uh And I'm downing them fast and furious. And Tarzan and I got a little intimate and I might have had. My hand on his vine for a while, and
1: we was having this. <laughs> oh, right there. You set <laughs> that up from the top. Tarzan, <laughs> From the top. When I've been practicing <laughs> this damn Tarzan story all week long.
0: <laughs> so there I am sitting on the bar stool getting happy in my gin and tonic. T- tangerine gin and tonic. And tonic. <laughs> right. There I am sitting on the bar stool getting happy in my tangerine and tonic when my hand Accidentally slipped off of Tarzan's vine and I fell off the back of the barcel and whap right down on the cement floor. See, God don't like ugly <laughs> And Bruce leans across, he's like, Hey girl, you need another drink? I'm like, Yes, please. <laughs> I just don't know why Tarzan didn't go home with me. Oh. <laughs> but I had another few drinks before with It's because you
1: clutched his coconuts on the way down. <laughs>
0: He said, lovey, how get your hand off my coconuts. No, ma'am. Uh-uh. I was clutching trying to keep from pulling off the bar stool. That's
2: the only time I... Well, I, okay, never mind. Uh, yeah, I have been with you walking on the sidewalk when you just step in a hole. <laughs> right. Uh,
0: so George was saying earlier in the episode about how I didn't protect him. Here we are walking along a sidewalk in Hollywood, and there had been a tree, I guess, there, and there was now a hole. George lets me step in the hole, and, the, and he's like,
1: push her in a hole. All right. You all
0: right, girl? Can you get out on your own? <laughs> yes. Do you need another one? <laughs> We hadn't even had a drink. Hey, we, were on the hey. way. <laughs> we were on the way to the Prince that
2: night. Oh,
0: the Prince. I love the Prince. The oh, food sucks. But the drinks are good. Yeah. Foods? It's, oh, the food is horrific. It is an experience. Honestly. Well, you can go get
3: your lottery there, too, if you want.
0: Your lottery ticket? <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, shit, I've know that. <laughs> They do have really cute little lamp thingies. It's oh, yeah.
3: adorable inside. Yeah, it is. And You push the button it's for service. L- yeah,
0: it's in a lot of movies and stuff. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's so old school Hollywood. Yeah, it is
2: again but- red velvet, a red leather booth. <laughs> yep,
0: they have that big. The horse, the and big the big horseshoe, horseshoe bar, bar, yeah, mm-hmm. which is so beautiful.
2: Those are my favorite the horseshoe bars. And
0: I will sure. say that I honest to goodness think I saw Tarzan a few weeks ago. Uh-huh. Didn't have the nerve to ask if
1: it was him or not. Not that I remember <laughs> his name, mind you, but well, you weren't exactly looking up. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you were actually. <laughs> uh-huh. From the ground, huh, man? Right? He's like, girl, is that you? Uh-huh. I'm a, uh-huh. <laughs> He needed to beat his chest.
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> no, but he Oh my god. I I have always had a fascination with men with beautiful long hair. And Thadio. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> I've always had a fascination long with hair. men with long hair. 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 <laughs>
1: I think one of my favorite stories has to be way back in the day. I was in Detroit, but the wee young Rick days when I used to actually hang out all night and do after hours. I love
2: Detroit. The golden age. I'm not a fan of Detroit. I hated it. Yeah. I
1: hated every minute of being in Detroit from 88 to 99. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but 1888. Was... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. During Before the Prohibition. <laughs> during Prohibition, yes. <laughs> There was yes. a bar that we used to go to it was an after hours bar called the famous door and it was in downtown Detroit oh, um, And it's it's a fun little place and it was it would go until the sun came up and literally the moment the sun breaks the horizon The music would stop the lights would come on and get out everybody get out out cockroaches <laughs> out And so one night janet jackson was in concert in Detroit and all her dancers came to the famous door after the concert and we were I was there that night and we were dancing with them. I don't know what happened but somehow my pants ended up around my ankles on the dance floor and then the lights came up and they said, Everybody get out and I'm standing there and I'm like, Awkward
2: <laughs> so I, like this is the first time this has happened it, At that point, it was the first time
1: So <laughs> I, I, I quickly pulled up my pants Put on my sunglasses Walked out of the bar Walked out to the car to go home To take a shower To get ready to go to work Because I had to be at work in two hours And I remember thinking Where did is- I leave my pants? <laughs> I was like, did I get my wallet? I don't know if I have my wallet And so I didn't have my wallet I think one of the Janet dancers took my wallet
3: <gasps> shock.
1: Or were we
0: a, or what? any of the other five hundred people? <laughs> yeah, exactly. In that place, weren't we at a bar one night? You were screaming, "Where's my wallet?"
2: Well, that was at a bath. No, that house, was a there. that. Yeah. It wasn't a bathhouse actually. It's that was a slammer. Show.
3: Oh,
2: yeah. It's kind of a combination of all I those things. Yes, <laughs> <laughs>
3: everybody. At and the table you weren't you weren't there. It was, I
1: was there with my Renee? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I was there with the guy that I was dating at the time, and it was it was my first time ever going to one of those establishments. Shut up. Stop judging. And First I, and last, right? <laughs> and I not last either. <clears throat> I didn't realize you probably shouldn't take your wallet in. Mm-hmm. I quickly learned that lesson. That's why they give you a grocery bag at the front door. <laughs> they didn't offer did. me a grocery bag, honey. I was like, oh, all right. Mm-hmm.
3: You but trash to Be bag. careful of that key to the locker too. You don't want to lose that either. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, so years you ago, put that
3: around your neck, honey. You?
2: Yeah, just don't put it on no, your wrist. Yeah, no, you y'all y'all don't want to use it as a cock ring either.
1: All of a
0: <laughs> y'all are amateurs. You untie your shoe, you take one lace out, you put the key in there, you tie the shoe back up, and you tuck the key in. in oh, are you never lose. Oh, you're supposed uh. to
1: wear shoes? Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> oh, what is wrong with you? <laughs>
1: Well, I'm, kidding, you, I'm kidding. I I'm guess kidding. I'm kidding. on your hands and knees, it doesn't matter. <laughs> right? I mean, come on now. I brought knee pads <laughs> and gloves. No All glove, of a sudden, no she's love the honey. catcher on the baseball team. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: what is it? No, glo- what was no that? glove. No, no love. glove, no love. <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but these people are nasty since <laughs> I am a good Christian.
3: That's what happens when you drink, right? Uh Uh-huh. I I wouldn't know. (laughs) (laughs) What about about being a Christian or drinking?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, before we wrap up this episode, there is one thing I did sort of want to talk about. One more time. I know. I'm going to go there. Sorry. But if you think about it, I don't know about for you guys, but for me growing up, before I ever started working in a bar, I only had one impression of people that went to the bar, especially like for happy hour, right? And for those people that show up at five, six, seven o'clock at night. And my impression was from movies and television. And I always thought those people were the, the winos, the alcoholics, the, the, the burnt out, washed out people and all of that. So when I first started working in a bar, I was like, Oh, is this going to be the clientele that I have to deal with every day? Cause I started working a day shift. And I actually am really surprised at the amount of people and the amount of friends that I've met over the years that have been not that they've been—they've uh, become really lifelong friends. I've gotten jobs from these people. I've gotten—you know—I've done concerts. I've done uh, special events. I've done plays. I've even had—you know—boyfriends actually from these people. So, and lifelong friends. And it's just for me, it was really kind of shocking. I don't know if you guys ever had that. You're not you, no, Danny. I know you. I we know don't you, know you. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know you started attending happy hours at a very young age. <laughs> at a very early age. I—I I do think that.
0: We see in movies, we see, like, what came to mind was nine and a half weeks. And you see these people who are at a bar and they're washed up and all this stuff. That was a it's, a, it's supposed to be a true story. It's what does happen to some people. But I also, I remember one of the first times I was in a bar in Baltimore and also one in Milwaukee where a neighborhood bar, a family goes to the neighborhood bar. Beer, wine, booze, it doesn't matter. They go, they have a little something to eat. Sometimes they only have like snacks and stuff, but children weren't banned from a bar. And I find that it became much more of a family experience, something that I never saw because I remember going into Wheat Swamp Club so mama or daddy, one of them could get a bottle of booze and shit that was illegal, but... it was one of those seedy places and it was dark and it was dank. And, and there were a couple of people there who were like completely smashed at four in the afternoon. And I, too, thought the same thing. Not every person that goes to a bar at 11 a.m. is a complete alcoholic. Perhaps they know the bartender.
1: That or or my they have a excuse, diff- or they anyway. have, a- <laughs> they have a- <laughs> Are make they- sure that they were okay you were yeah, checking,
2: so in was uh-huh. checking in on i was checking in on the bartender business honey. meeting <laughs>
1: exactly
2: <laughs> you need a quiet place to work <laughs> well you know that's funny because like i think about my first impressions of like what bar people were like it's exact opposite for me i grew up thinking it was like very swanky mm-hmm. like country club or like like it was more high society sophisticated
1: and
0: maybe,
2: yeah and i think that maybe that's because we watched a lot of really old movies like from the third you know when we're it was very sophisticated cool, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah well i Doctail think part. i think back to uh
1: shows like bewitched which always had the guy at the bar that was just fucking schnockered and over his martini when she would pop in and out and all of that and for me that was the guy that was always at happy hour and it doesn't Help the fact that when I first started going out, we'd go out late at night. We'd show up at ten o'clock at a bar, right? And we'd shut a bar down every night. And I did that for many years through my twenties, even into my thirties. And, and I don't think it was—I and... don't think it was until I met you, Danny—that I started doing happy hours. Most everything I did was like late evening and shameful drinking. <laughs> <laughs> but I had, but my bartending started way before that and i started to see a different crowd and a different it was different from what i expected or had in my head and it was eye opening to me so
0: and i think we had talked about it maybe in the first season that having grown up on the east coast and being older than everyone at the table i had been to places like washington dc and i did live in miami from 88 to 99 <laughs> and i had i've been to places where uh, so on the east coast happy hour is much more prevalent than on the West Coast, because especially in a larger city, people might stop by happy hour on the way home from work. I have never been the go out at 10 or 11 or 12 p.m. and stay until the bar closes. I've done that maybe 10 times in my life. It's not my bag. I typically have to get up early for work. Yeah. So, you know, that and... You know, it's five o'clock somewhere. That's right. <laughs> Why wait? <laughs> Thank you, honey. I don't see no. And my queen, when she drinks, Elizabeth, I'm like, it's fair game, hon. Come on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, all this drink talk. I'm sad to say that if I had ice cubes in this drink, they would be dry. But yes. it's just empty. So, oh, <laughs> And I need another shot. So shall we go on inside? I Let's think we better wrap this. it. Yes,
3: ma'am. <laughs> see y'all next week. Thank you guys for tuning in this week for this segment. If you have any other barstool stories that you want to tell us, we would love to hear them. So you can head to our comments section uh, at Queer Magnolias at Twitter or at Queer Magnolias Podcast on Instagram and Facebook and send us a line. And if you want to hear any more of us, of course, you can find us on iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you find your podcasts.